is Aoife Zireb. I am a senior associate in the Melbourne Disputes Group, specialising in consumer litigation and consumer class actions. Today, I will speak very briefly about product safety and my key predictions for 2021. I will look at this through two key prisms, firstly through the lens of enforcement and secondly through class action risk. I'm conscious that it's a big topic and that we're operating within the constraints of five minutes or so. So I will pick my five key predictions for the year and also reflect on some developments over the last little while, which impact on those predictions for 2021. So my first prediction for 2021 for product safety in Australia is around consumer guarantees. Now, this is a timely topic because today the ACCC released its enforcement priorities for 2021, and these include a focus on industry compliance with consumer guarantees for high-value goods, such as vehicles. With the Takata airbag recall now complete, we do expect the ACCC to spend significant time and resources on this particular area. It is also important because the definition of consumer under the ACL will change with effect from July 2021. And the effect of this will be that the scope of the consumer guarantees is significantly broader than what it had been. So the monetary threshold will increase from 40,000 to 100,000. And so we expect to see that reflected in the enforcement activity. This is particularly so in circumstances where the ACCC have said that they will focus on high value goods. My second prediction for this space relates to recalls. We have, we have seen and continue, um, will continue to see throughout the course of 2021, a relationship between recall activity and subsequent class actions that relate to the same issue which prompted the recall in the first place. This is something that we have seen more of in recent times, particularly in the automotive space, and it is something that we expect to continue. It emphasises really the importance of dedicating significant investment and resources to initiating and implementing the recall um, in the first place and the investment that re is required in terms of monitoring compliance with the particular requirements of that recall. My third prediction is around COVID-19. So with the global pandemic, we have seen um, an unprecedented increase in the demand for personal protective equipment. We have seen various players within the supply chain pivoting and needing to find alternative manufacturers, suppliers, distributors. We have also seen various parties diversify into areas where they have never strayed before. From a product safety perspective, this of course raises risk and presents various issues. And we do expect to see the flow on effect of some of those and decisions over the next little while. We have seen, for example, the ACCC take action where it has deemed there is sufficient public interest to do so, even in circumstances where another regulator such as the TGA um, could perhaps have been the more appropriate regulator to take that action. My fourth prediction is around class actions. The US enforcement and class action space is often a helpful indication of what we may expect to see in Australia. Of particular interest is a rise in claims in that particular jurisdiction in relation to chemicals in cosmetics, vaping or e-cigarettes and flavouring agents in processed foods. We know that the magnitude of those claims is so significant that it is impacting the UK insurance market. So really the local primary layer of insurance in the US is being exhausted 
which again reflects the size of the claim. And the UK insurance market is feeling the strain of um, the affected parties tapping into their excess layer of insurance. So that signifies just how um, significant these claims for damages are in the US that it is being seen in the, in the US insurance market. Finally, with the introduction of contingency fees in Victoria, we do expect to see an uptake, an uptake in consumer class actions in that particular jurisdiction. These are claims where, for a variety of reasons, third-party funders haven't always been um, keen to, to fund those particular claims. And so we do expect to see a change in that particular landscape um, in light of those contingency fees. Now, I appreciate that I have covered a lot of topics in a very short period of time. And I am, of course, very happy to pick up this conversation at any time. Thank you for your time today, and I look forward to discussing these issues with you further.